0: and welcome to yet another episode of the Emmaus Road Youth Podcast. It's awesome to have you with us today. Uh, We have got so much lined up for you. We're going to have great fun. We're going to get to get to know someone new. We're going to be asking loads of questions. Uh, We're going to be finding out some of the craziest games we've ever seen at youth events that we've been to, finding out what movies and tv shows our panel are enjoying at the moment and hearing an incredible story um from someone um from our guest today it's going to be awesome um but before we go any further why don't i introduce to you who we have with us today so once again we have the wonderful jazz jones with us hello and we and we also have uh, my friend Alison late um with us ali why don't you just um, say hello for us
1: hey guys
0: Um, Ali is a friend of mine. Uh, She's been a a friend of mine for a long time now, Alison, haven't you? Yep. Uh, And we're going to be getting to know you a bit better um, a bit later on. Um, But I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves properly and we need to find out some really crucial information from them. So I want you guys to tell us. um, Tell us us your name, again, just in case we've forgotten it in the past 10 seconds. Um, Tell us your favourite TV show or movie that you're watching at the moment or that you've seen in the past. And then tell us the craziest game you've ever seen at a youth event. That might be at your youth event on a Friday or on a Sunday or a conference or Soul Survivor, whatever it is, your craziest game you've ever seen. Um, So, Jazz, why don't you go first um, and tell us, answer those three questions for us.
2: Sure, okay. Um, So, as you said, my name is Jazz. um, And my favourite TV show at the moment is one that you actually recommended to me and I'm hooked on on. it. (laughs) I've watched four seasons in like... Probably less than two weeks. Um. <laughs> for
0: all four seasons, right?
2: and that is uh, the series Money Heist. It is good. It's very good.
0: It is amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. It's great. I can't believe you watched four seasons <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs>
2: Pretty much. Yeah. It took me
0: like a month to watch Really? Really? Oh, yeah. I've been wow. <laughs> not
2: much to do on lockdown, Joel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Grasping for any sort of entertainment. Yeah. And then um, tell us what's the craziest game you've ever seen.
2: Mm. Yeah, I know. I struggled to think about this one, but. We did play a massive game of hungry hippos on skateboards, which went went pre- down pretty well. Um, but I have heard a few horror stories about this because I actually heard this is not from Emmaus Youth but the student department. Someone once got their hair stuck in one of the rollerblades when they were oh. playing, and oh. and the person the person who was pushing her didn't realise, so she kept going over her hair backwards. No, oh, yeah. no, so bit of a dangerous one really but yeah that's probably the
0: craziest that is that is horrible oh man well you know haircuts are a thing that we're all craving at the moment so uh, we can all relate to having long hair at the moment me particularly um thanks jazz allison
1: Hey. so yeah my name's ali uh allison you can call me whatever you like uh my favorite tv show um when i was putting together this is quite a tough one uh, but I'm loving This Is Us uh on Netflix at the moment. Absolutely yeah, loving that. I've heard a lot about that. Mm, I, I I hadn't heard of the money heist, so I might mm, um it's good. I might have a look into that. Um and the craziest game I've ever seen at Youth was basically uh two kids and they had to gulp down a four pint of milk uh, as quick as they possibly could. Um and then their friend had a toothbrush in between their toes, and the friend had to brush the kid's teeth with oh. toothpaste—not like as if milk drink <laughs> just down in two pints of milk wasn't or four pints of milk wasn't bad enough. They had to have toothpaste in their mouth at the same time with their friend's manky feet oh. brushing it. It was—it was just that wrong. gross. Uh, but then. <laughs> Uh, one of the kids who was doing really well, he did it so quick. He stood up and he, he started turning a bit of a different colour. And uh, I was sitting at the side, like, "Oh no, he's going to go, he's going to go." And then the kid just passed out flat on the floor. What? Uh, yeah, it, it was not good. It was a uh, it was a youth ministry fail. Oh no! <laughs> but it was funny. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope the kid was all right.
1: The kid was fine. Absolutely fine.
0: <laughs> Great. Um, awesome well if that if that kid's out there listening to this well done like yeah. good on you well done. <laughs> who knows
2: um
0: wow um i don't quite know how to well i don't quite know how to top that um but hi everybody i'm joel um the fav- my favorite tv show at the moment i obviously recommended money heist to jazz so that was definitely one of my favorites um but i'm currently re-watching all the star wars movies just because they're all class um 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, including Rogue One and Solo in the Middle. All of them. They're all great. So I've watched all of those. It's taken me slightly longer than two weeks to watch all of those. Um, but they're my favourite movies at the moment. And the craziest game I've ever seen um at youth. Um ah, oh, there's been loads. I've been a part of quite a few, um, uh, both playing and organising. I think my favourite one had to be um I remember once um, asking, getting loads of young people up to, um, they were going to win a prize and gave them all a two litre bottle of lemonade. Uh, and it was like, as the price lemonade. And as with most games it's how quickly can you do something? And the game was to see how quickly someone could drink their two litre bottle of lemonade. Um, and that did not go well because that cheap lemonade just is pure air uh, and like fizz. And so that fills like your stomach really fast. And when it's full of air, there's no room for any lemonade. And so... What goes down must come up, as they say. Um, And it certainly did come up uh, that day. Um, But the winner absolutely smashed it. Only puked, I think, twice, maybe. Um, (laughs) But won a prize, which was great. They they were loving it. They loved that. But um, that was probably the craziest one that I've ever seen or been involved in. Um, Yeah, I don't do games like that. We don't do the games like that anymore. Uh, Maybe because, I don't know. (laughs) They're dangerous. But who knows? They were great fun. Um, Sweet, awesome guys well thanks for that um definitely there's some ideas there um <laughs> brushing te- brushing teeth with uh, your feet sounds like a great one maybe we should try that who knows um but ali we'd love to um get to know you a little bit deeper as our guest on today's emmaus road youth podcast so um what we do um, is we we just have some questions which are gonna give us some really important information about what you're like uh, and so jazz why don't you run through um, what we're going to be doing next
2: Sure, so the questions are basically would you rather questions, so I'll give you two options, um, quick fire and you just have to say which one you would rather have or rather do or whatever the question is. Okay, sound good? Yep, cool. I'm in. Right, let's go for it, straight in. Okay, number one, orange or apple? Apple. Football or rugby? Football. Mountains or beach? Ooh, beach. Coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. Bass or drums? Ooh. Oh, drums.
0: <laughs>
2: Movies or music? Uh, music. McDonald's or Domino's? Oh, oh. M- McDonald's. Pirates or ninjas? Ninjas. Joel or Tandia?
1: Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Could I include a bit of both? Like,
2: has it got to be one or the other? (laughs) Um, Yeah, we can go half-half. Cool. We'll let you off for that one. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) City or countryside? Uh, City. Beach or mountains? Oh, beach. Uh, Flying or invisibility? Invisibility. Singing or dancing? Mm. Singing. Nice. I can't do either, but... Yeah. Well, that was it. You smashed the questions. I realised I asked well beach or mountains twice, but I just really wanted to know if you were sure about your first answer. So. If I'm honest, I thought that was a trick question, <laughs> and I thought
1: you was going to see what I answered on both. So I was actually going to say mountains the second time, and then I was like, no, 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 no. I answered beach first time round. Uh,
0: yeah, committing, committing to the beach. <laughs> eh? Um, oh, I don't know what I'd like. I think I'd, I think I'd pick beach. Yeah. i Ali, I'm, I'm right. very surprised. Said. Drums over bass there. Not gonna lie.
1: Well, to be fair, it was quick fire, and after it, it, the next one came so quick, so I couldn't retract my statement of the last one.
2: (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't Um, say Tandir or Joel. Well,
1: that one too. See, they've both been my friends for a long time, so it's it's, that's that's a tough one.
0: All you're the first person we've asked that question to who hasn't said Tandia straight away. So, you know, um, I take that as a win. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> great. Well, um, thanks for that, Ali. We really appreciate it. Um, but we'd love to hear um, um, a little bit about your background, a little bit about your past. Where did you grow up? Uh, what was that like? Tell us a little bit more about yourself in that way um, for us.
1: Cool. So, um, yeah, I was originally born in Balham in South London. Um, i lived there until i was 3 um and then i moved to mile end which is east london um and i lived there till i was about 8 um and then i moved over to dagenham um yeah. which i've lived there ever since um so that was kind of where i came from uh, as a as a kid i was quite quiet um i was a little bit mischievous um my brother was um 8 years older than me. So I was sort of an only child but not because he was older, you know, I was kind of left to 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 get up to my own devices. Um but yeah, that that was kind of me growing up. Um I come from quite a big family apart from the fact that I'm the well me and my brother are the only kids we've got a big family, lots of aunts and uncles. Um and yeah, that that's kind of me in a in a nutshell. The first early
0: years. Yeah, so if anyone's wondering how Alison and I know each other, I grew up in Dagenham as well, so we're from the same ends, as some people say. Um, it's a great place to be. Um, oh, and my parents, still, my, my parents still live there, so I'm, I'm back all the time. Um, but that's how um, Ali and I know each other. And we went to the same church growing up, didn't we? We did indeed. Uh, and Ali, you're, 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 you still go to that church now. Um, I do. And it's, it's, it is awesome. That's
2: great. It is. Awesome, um, Ali, we'd love to hear a little bit more about your journey to faith and how you became a Christian. Could you tell us a little bit about some of that?
1: Yeah, so um, it, it's a little bit long and it it kind of comes in stages. Um, right. so growing up, I I didn't I didn't really know anything about God. Um, my mum had been to church, you know, previously, um, before we were born, but it wasn't really something that that we we did. We we celebrated Christmas and we celebrated Easter in terms of Easter eggs and presents. Uh, but that was kind of it in terms of relationship with with God. Um, and then when I was um, I was eleven, I was I just started secondary school. Um, there was a schools team from the local church, uh, which is the church that I'm currently in now, um, and they come and did like a a kind of youth club of a lunchtime um which was really cool. Um and they did that in our school and I really there was there was something about them that was just so different to what I had. Um and you know, growing up it wasn't particularly easy. My parents um would argue a lot. Um at one point they split um and my mum was with uh, a, another guy. Um and there was kind of lots of uneasies within the the family. So these guys coming in that had something that I wanted was just really attractive. I just wanted to know what they had that I didn't have. Um, And I started going to um, church, their church, uh, to the youth club. And it was there that I found that what they had was Jesus, um, which to me was it it was kind of a bit weird because that wasn't my life. So to then accept God into my life, but go back to an environment at home that wasn't a Christian environment was sometimes quite difficult. Um, yeah. But there was things that I had to put in place in order to, to make that work for myself. Because at various points I did, I kind of, one minute I was on it, and then the next minute I would I would just slip. Um, and it's not that I didn't want to be full of faith, and it's not that I didn't want to be on it for God, but the environment around me sometimes spoke louder than my faith or my yeah. hope in Jesus. Um, so I, yeah, started going there. Um, and then um, about... 16 um so there was some abuse going on with with, within um family friends within our kind of circle um it wasn't 16 no it was it was 16 my mum left home um she moved out um and she went to live with this other guy um and then it was I was 17 um something quite big had happened um I decided um, that I couldn't take it anymore and I decided that if God was for me and God was my family then why would he allow uh, certain things to happen um, so at that point at 17 um, I decided that life just couldn't be anymore uh, and I decided to attempt an overdose um, with the the end outcome of me not being here anymore um, clearly God had other plans Um and I, after that I'd spent some time in an adolescent mental health unit Um, when I was 17, I spent a year in there um, with lots of intense kind of therapies and stuff Um, and then when I come out I just decided that I didn't want anything to do with God because he, in my mind he'd put me there Um, and Mm. so I became a little bit bitter and kind of just, I, I joined the ambulance service straight after being in the mental health unit um worked there, went to some very similar calls to what I'd found myself in, so I found that very difficult. Um and I I spent my life rather than having hope, I put hope in other things. Um and I put the end outcome of fulfilment in things that would never fulfil me, but I kept trying to to approach them for that fulfilment. Um and then I was uh, 24, 25 uh, and I was sitting in my car and a guy come and knocked on my window and I was already thinking about church and thinking about my life before when I was a teenager and how happy I was and how like I did feel a sense of hope. And although I was kind of on and off my Christian uh, kind of wave, as you like, I, I felt then something that I hadn't felt for a, a very long time. Um, So I was already thinking about God and this guy come and knocked on my car window and I I rolled the window down and he came out of nowhere. Like, I kid you not, there was just no reason for him to be there. It was a hotel car park. Um, There was no one around. And he was like, "Um, I really believe that I need to tell you that you need to stop um, running from God. You need to go back to church Um, because he loves you and I kind of like I was like okay thanks and then rolled my window up really kind of slowly and sunk into my chair like oh and then I looked around and I kid you not the guy was not there like just I I could not see uh, anyone at all in the car park um so I then went back to church um And at that point, I was I was engaged to be married. I'd been with uh, the the guy I was with. I'd been with him for five years. Um, So we had our wedding booked. We had everything planned. um, And I went to church and it was um, near Easter Sunday. And um, it was a lady called Christine speaking. And she was speaking about how when Jesus went to the cross, um, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, um, he basically said, OK, God, not my will, but your will be done. Um, mm-hmm. And I heard those words and I was like, wow. So I either in this moment need to say, do you know what? You can have everything and and I'll kind of swallow my pride and, and just say, Jesus, like you take the will and, and your will be done uh, instead of what I think should be done or in that moment i could have just left it and hung on for a bit more and just kind of dipped in and out when i felt like it and i just i really just felt this huge wave come over me that i i needed to um just really say you need to come back into my life and the truth is in that moment although i was saying you need to come back into my life god had never left my life um yeah. in all of the circumstances that i found myself in God was always around, you know, that there, there was multiple times that I probably shouldn't have been here or multiple occasions that I could have been in a, a really bad way. But the whole time God was um, with me and, and guiding me through it. So although I was saying come back into my life, I wasn't really because he'd never left. I'd left uh, the conversation and I'd left the party, not God. Um, so so I did that. And um Yeah, God came into my life then and there and I basically just stopped everything that I was doing. The relationship I was in wasn't right. So I finished that, which was quite difficult, but it had to be done because I knew it wasn't right for for me. Um, And then I stopped everything else. I was was, um, smoking and drinking and drug taking and and literally on that day um, stopped everything that I was kind of into.
0: Wow, Ellie, can you just tell us sort of like what has what has life been like since that point? What have you like been able to do? Like, what are you up to at the moment? Um, yeah, what changed? Like, yeah, just just tell us how how you got from there to where you are now. Like, what's life been like for you?
1: So life from that point to now has been amazing, and life isn't. I think sometimes people think when you become a Christian, you lose your problems um and you lose your ups and your downs and the truth is you don't you just accept that god's there in it with you uh, and you yeah. have a faith and a and a hope to carry on through them circumstances that god is with you so things have been you know up and down since um but in the in the best sense i can honestly say i um i feel surrounded by god i feel um that i'm totally kind of encompassed in his love um, and I've had lots of, of opportunities open for me so I left um, I, I continued with the ambulance service for a little bit um, which really changed the whole dynamic Changed so I'd have patients on board the ambulance and I'd be praying for them um, they wouldn't know that uh, but I'd be praying for them on the way to the hospital or I'd pick up so we had to pick up some uh, organ transplants, so some kidneys, and take them from one hospital and blue light them to another hospital. And And on the way there, I'd be praying for the donor's family that's just donated the kidneys. And then on the way um, back, I'd also be pay- praying for the recipient that they um, w- were healed and, and the organ were taken. So my mindset changed a lot in that respect. I then left the ambulance service, um, the church that i um grew up in had actually um said you know we we would love you if if you'd like to to come and work for us as a youth worker um so that's what i did i i i didn't even really think about it i knew that i this is what i felt called to do and i knew that i wanted to i wanted to be able to do and give young people what I experienced in that school, which was seeing someone come in that had had seen evident changes that I didn't have. So I was so set on, like, wanting to be able to to help young people in the way that, that I was helped. So I, d- I did that for a little while, which was amazing. Um, and now I'm working for a charity. Um, it's a gang prevention charity. Um, I'm actually... Um, setting up a youth club in an area um and and it's incredible i've got like a great team uh, that i work with um that are all for young people and all for yeah. uh, seeing them just live to their full potential um so that's kind of in a nutshell the the highs um from from my my time since
0: awesome and what have you found that um some of the things that have really helped you with your walk with Jesus, like what are some of the things that you've built your faith, uh, or helped like in those like really those valleys or those dark times or those you know those problems that you described, like what are some of the things that have helped you when those things have hit that have helped you with your like to stay like engaged faith to stay loving Jesus to stay with your eyes focused on Him or some of those things.
1: So I think for me my my biggest struggle is consistency, and I feel like when I'm not consistent. Or when I don't feel like I've spent enough time with God, it kind of feels like a bit of a flop. Um, So one of the biggest things I've had to do is change up my Christian walk every now and again. So if I'm reading the Bible a certain way, after a little while, it just it becomes like a, a natural thing that I do, but I'm not really thinking about it. So I've had to think, Okay, rather than reading the Bible in this way, let's... So I'll give you an example. I was um, reading uh, the Gospels, so I I was reading them, just reading them for reading them's sake, really. Um, And then I decided, okay, I'm going to look for specific things. So every time it speaks about heaven, every time it speaks about uh, a healing, every... And when I looked at it from a different perspective, it opened my eyes to so much more or i would study yeah. what certain words said um the same with prayer so with prayer for me um in, in i you can either go one or two ways and I, I kind of veer more to one way but when things are not good you can either be praying in that situation but not really praying much any other time but just praying god to help you out or you can go the other way which is uh, i'm just i'm just tired i just think it will you know maybe I'll just plod through it. And you kind of forget that God's there, but it's making sure that in those moments you stay so rooted um, to the fact that God has got your situation and God will come through by changing up how you do prayer. So, you know, we even, um, for an example, we had these uh, cards, a pack of playing cards and on them, I wrote eight things that I was sorry to God for that keep coming up sins that I keep doing that keep coming up. I wrote, um, eight friends that I was praying for, eight family members that I was praying for. And I would literally just shuffle these cards and pull a couple out and then see. okay, today I'm going to pray for these people. Uh, I'm going to say sorry for this today. So it just kind of changed. I'm not saying that that's what I do every single time, but at certain points on my walk, I found that I need to change up how I do um, the, the kind of relationship. And I guess the same with a friendship. Like being a Christian isn't about, rules and regulations it's about a relationship and with your friendships yeah. you wouldn't just do the same thing every day because it would become very boring Joe, if I just saw you in the same place every time and we just talked the same thing each time well it'd just be boring you're not really opening yourself up to to, to the world itself so um, just changing stuff up reading um, reading has really helped me um, know that there's other people out there that are going through the same thing Uh, watching podcasts there's plenty of incredible um sorry podcast listening to podcasts and watching preachers plenty of incredible preachers um preachers and, and people out there um that have been in either similar situations and even if they haven't sometimes you just need to hear from another perspective um because sometimes you know you're wrong but you need that kind of pulled out on you um and being accountable, I think that's really helped me um, with my friends, just saying, look, check in on me. Am I doing all right? Um, yeah. Am I not doing okay? If you see something that you don't like, I give you permission to pull it out. Ask me, am I praying? And if, if my answer is no, then ask me why. Like, um, So just being really um, accountable. And I think the biggest one overall is just letting God... Um, come in and take situations that I can't change. I'm a natural fixer. I want to put a plaster over it and and fix things. Um, But that's maybe not what God wants. That's not in God's timing. So um, I think just making sure that I let go and let God do, you know, he's never let me down up until this point. So why would he start now? Um, Yeah. So it's that sort of thing that have helped me along my walk, Um, with changing things up and and helping me have more faith or learning about what I need to do uh, and putting more hope into into my relationship with
2: Jesus
0: awesome that's so cool
2: wow and I guess through kind of like all of these experiences that you've been through what's the one thing the one lesson that you'd like to tell young people or um yeah give advice to so I I have a few, but I think that the biggest one
1: is that um, I spent so long in my life trying to not make my life like other people's, but trying to want to be like other people. And I think when you spend your life trying to be a copy or an imitation of what someone else is, you never really see who you are you never really see who god has created you to be because you're always chasing um something else like if you're always jumping Mm. on the the latest fashion trends or you're always jumping on the you know you want to be like this person or talk like this person or or walk like this person not that many people want to walk like someone but (laughs) um you know if you're always jumping on the next thing to be like someone else you're spending too much of your life being a copy and and the one thing I would say is you were there's a there's a saying that says you were born an original, not a copy. And you you were mm. born an original. You have gifts that God has given you, not given you through someone else, not given you, you know, to, to, to model like someone else. But God has given you gifts. Um, and the sooner you accept yourself for who you are and who you are in God's image and who God sees you to be and the gifts that God has given you, that's when the doors start opening up. So I realized and I I spent a lot of my life trying to, you know, fr- from a very early age, I saw those guys come into my school. I wanted I wanted what they had. I at certain points was just um I you know, wanting to 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 be like other people, I wanted out. I wanted to do what other people were doing and experience what other people were experiencing, but all in all of that, I kind of lost who I was um so my yeah. My one thing that I would say is is you were born an original, not a copy, and don't the The, the quicker you see that God loves you for who you are um and has has given you your your own gifts and your own life and your own quirky sense of humor the quicker things will start happening um and doors will open and you'll be given opportunities that maybe you wouldn't have because you'd be chasing something else before um so that would be my my kind of overall thing i guess
0: yeah that's so cool uh, thanks so much um, for sharing um, your story uh, and just some things that you've learned and just some advice we really appreciate you coming on today um can you just quickly pray for us um just into that I think that's the that last point that actually as I think it's something that we all we all struggle with all, all the time isn't it like remembering that um we were created by God uh, and actually that is such a um a releasing thing so could you just pray for us um, as we close up today
1: yeah no problem Father I thank you for who you are and I thank you for who you yeah. are in each of our lives and Father I pray for every single person listening God I pray um, that you in this moment would just surround them they would feel so overwhelmed by your love in this moment and know uh, that they are enough um, in your eyes they are a creation of you God and um, you've created them in your image and God I pray um. Yeah when they kind of go out and when they do life and when they're on social media, I pray they wouldn't be looking to the to the left or to the right of what other people are doing, but I pray that they would look straight up to you, Jesus. I pray that you would help mindsets. I pray that you would um, help people that are battling with the kind of sense of a loss of identity. And I pray that you would um, really just speak to them, speak to them through your words, speak to them through friends, um, maybe through stuff that they're watching, through stuff that um, they're seeing on on podcasts or, or on preaches. And And God, I just pray that you would start dealing with this heart stuff. Um, I pray that um, people would have doors open um, and they would really feel a sense of your peace upon their life and your hand upon their life. I pray that um, if their hope is kind of wavering right now, I pray that you would totally top that up um, and enable them to be ready uh, to go and do some awesome things for your name. In your mighty name, Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen guys thank you so much uh for joining us today ali once again we really appreciate you coming on um, and sharing all that with us Uh, and guys that are listening um if you want to get in touch with us or you want to chat about anything you've um heard today or uh, you want us to pray with you or you yeah you just want to talk um then you can get in touch with us at um, youth at emmausroad.com um, we'd love to hear from you um, or you can chat with your collective leaders um, those guys there they want to hear from you they want to pray with you they want to be there for you so you can chat with them and if you want to join a collective um, yeah just drop us an email youth at we'd love to hear from you um, I think that's it for today um, so guys thank you once again and we will see you or hear you all very very soon bye, bye. See you.